Good morning, guys. Welcome. Happy Friday. Uh, in this video, I want to share with you the one thing to do to become the leader in your niche or your niche, however you want to talk about it. Um, so the reason, um, first of all, I apologize. I've been like MIA for the past week. Uh, I didn't even like, didn't even realize I'm like, oh my God, it's been like seven days since I shot a video. Uh, I've been busy working on some really important stuff for our clients. So that's uh, been kind of like head down in that. Anyways, I'm coming back up for air just to, to give you some goods. Um, so this, this, this idea ties into one of the core tenants that we have, uh, part of the core, 10 core tenants of our business uh, at Healthpreneur. And it's this whole idea of the, it's to become the leader in your space, uh, it's actually quite simple. Uh, there's a few things to it. I think, you know, consistency, persistence, those are some basic things. Just like staying power, like being in the game long enough is important. Because if you're around for a month and you disappear or you're constantly changing markets, uh, there's no stability there, right? And people like stability, they like certainty. And those are all like, you know, important things. But I want to share like right here, one thing I think is very, very, very important. Um, and the good thing is that it's actually easier now to be great because if you think of it, most businesses are mediocre at best. Okay. So let me give you a couple examples, and I want you to think about what are the restaurants, hotels, airline experience, product purchases, retail store, you know, uh, experiences that you've 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 been um, exposed to. I can't even think of the word. And I want you to think of this as I'm going through this. Okay. So last night, um, actually two days ago, I had to take my car to BMW because the air conditioner wasn't working. Uh, apparently there was a, a hole or a leak in the compressor, the condenser or whatever. So they had to replace it and they had a different drop-off policy because of COVID, right? So I had to drop off the car, um, put the keys in an envelope and drop them in a drop box. And what ended up happening was that like the the showroom and like and the dealer was closed, but the service department was open. You drop off the car, they do it, they send you a text. And it was actually better, that experience was better than when I've taken the car previously before COVID. It was very interesting. Anyways, um, so got the car, um, paid a lot more money than I wanted to, but I had to get a bunch of stuff done it apparently. And then um, my wife and I actually, because my mom came over to look after the kids, my wife had to drop me off at the dealership to get the car again. And then we actually decided to go for a bite to eat because we're like, oh my God, no kids, we could go for dinner, but everything's... You know, there's no restaurants open, right? Like they're open, but it's all like takeout. And so we were going to go to one of our favorite restaurants in Toronto called Lee, but it was um, it just didn't work out in terms of timing and the way they had it set up. So we actually ended up going to Burger Priest, Burgers Priest, which is, you know, it's a good burger joint in Toronto. And we go there and I ordered, I should have ordered ahead of time, got there, stood in line and ordered from my phone. And I'm like, what? I might as well just stay in the car. So order the burgers, fries, milkshake. Yeah, I know. Sometimes that happens. And a freaking burger took 30 minutes. Okay, so 30 minutes for a, a burger and fries and shake. And then they give it to us. They drop it off the car. And the fries are stone cold. And the milkshake was the most disgusting milkshake I've ever had in my life, which is weird because their milkshakes are normally amazing. So I took the fries right back inside. They didn't even give us ketchup, right? So just like, here are some cold fries and no ketchup. I'm like, what? Dropped the fries back off. I said, hey, man, these fries are stone cold. Can you give me some fresh ones? They're like, yeah, sure, no problem. 
and I had asked for some ketchup. Anyways, got it back in the car, and it was it, it wasn't like for the length of time that we went through, it wasn't an enjoyable experience. So that's story number one. Story number oh, well, story number two. Story number one was the car and kind of that experience. But the interesting thing was like I had a really interesting, a good experience I found from BMW just texting the service manager as opposed to having to drop off the car and then wait around for them to call me like they did in previous years. So the the the, the one thing I want you to think about, <clears throat> excuse me, in helping you, st- I can't even speak. <clears throat> See, that's what happens when you don't shoot a video consistently is like you forget how to do this stuff. I'll just use that as my excuse. Anyways, so the one thing I want to share with you, the one thing to stand out in your space, to become the leader in your space, is just become a little bit better than everyone else. That's all it is. Just do things a little bit better than everyone else. So simple things. And we can talk about, you know, all the different aspects of your business. If we look at, let's just look at a couple. We have five drivers in your business, okay? We'll look at three of them. Number one is delivery. How can you make your delivery just a little bit better? So let's say you have a practice. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but I've been to many clinics, dentists, chiropractors, physios, etc. Here's what happens. You walk into the clinic, it's sterile, it's cold, and you wait. You sit down in a chair, you pick up a magazine, and no one says anything to you. There's a person at the reception who's like, hey, sign in, whatever. And then you wait, your appointment's at, let's say, 11 o'clock in the morning, and it's 11.10, and you're still waiting. All right, here's an idea. What if you made it a mandate in your company, in your clinic, to actually see your patients on time? That's, I don't know, something really simple, I think. It's disrespectful to keep people waiting. And I think if you just made it a priority to see people on time, they'd appreciate that. Again, simple thing just to become a little bit better. How about this? Person walks into the clinic, instead of them sitting there just doing nothing, why don't you offer them a glass of water? Or maybe you have a jug of water with lemon and cucumbers and you offer to pour them a glass of water. Is that really challenging? I don't think so. It's really simple. Like These are small little things that can make a huge difference. So my dad, when I was a lot younger, owned a retail store in Toronto and I didn't really agree with how he dealt with customers. He was a bit of an asshole, to be honest, sometimes. Um, anyways, but one thing he did right was he had a cappuccino machine. He had a two-story, uh, two-story store. And the first floor was more like the showroom. The second floor was more where you know people could experience and stay there. Just to kind of try clothes on, enjoy the whole ambiance. And what he would do is he'd offer them an espresso. So they'd go upstairs, he'd make them a cappuccino or an espresso. And now, like, you know, cool, they have an experience. This is this is a nice, nice thing for them to, to be part of. There's a, a store in Toronto called the Cheese Boutique. Same thing. You walk into the store, you're trying cheeses, different meats, and they're like, hey, can I get you an espresso? Like simple little things. So easy. Now, doing that does not, and okay, doing stuff like that does not overshadow the importance of delivering a good product or service. Like that's, you have, like, I think that's a given, like you just have to be good at what you do and actually help people. So that's, let's just talk about, you have that base covered. But I'm talking about little things to help people feel special, to feel acknowledged, to 
to separate yourself because if there are, let's say, let's say there's um, in Toronto where I live, let's say there's a thousand chiropractors, and I think that's actually probably a pretty accurate number. 1,000 different chiropractic clinics in Toronto. Now, obviously, I'm not going to drive across the city. So let's say in one area that I'm going to, like a 10-mile radius, let's say there's maybe 50. Why, why would I choose you instead of someone else? If you all do the same thing, right? If you, you know, manipulate spine, improve soft tissue, alleviate, you know, all that kind of stuff, why should I choose you? To be honest, there's going to be a personal relationship. But simple things like when I walk into the clinic, I feel acknowledged. Maybe you offer me a glass of water. Maybe you introduce me to someone else who's in the waiting room who has a similar interest as I do. Simple things, guys. This is how you rise above mediocrity. Um, Airline-wise, there's not many very good airline experiences, I don't think, that we can, we can uh, rave on about. I fly Air Canada almost all the time uh, because they're the... I think the well, they are the best carrier in North America. They've won it seven years in a row. So if you haven't flown Air Canada, fly it. Um, but even then, it's like I've never been blown away by like the service of the staff, right? Like, yeah, like airplane goes from here to there. That's that's the thing. Obviously, we want that to be the main thing. Uh, but there was one trip we had to Barbados where, uh, at the time, Arlo, our youngest or our second youngest now, was I don't know six months, and the flight attendants. The flight attendant took him for half the flight, a five-hour flight. She literally had our baby for two hours, two and a half hours, walking him up and down the aisles, took him to the galley, socialized with other coworkers. And I'm thinking to myself, this lady is amazing. She's like a friggin' godsend. And I never do this, but I wrote Air Canada a letter. And I said, um, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I just want to let you know that this uh, individual was amazing. Please take care of her. Do something special for her. Um, it was amazing. And like it's stuff like that, guys. Like it, it's so simple to do. And because it's so simple to do, it's also simple not to do. And that's the difference between great businesses and shitty businesses, right? Like that's the difference between how you separate yourself amongst all the competition. Like, and yes, your process, like your expertise your bedside manner, all that stuff is important. But listen, like in a world that is super competitive, service and experience are what are going to help separate you from everyone else and differentiate you in the marketplace. Because, you know, as I mentioned in one of my previous videos, I think your clinic is more than just a place for people to come get treatment. It's a hub for their healing journey. And if they can feel special and acknowledged and they feel welcome and home there, at home there, they're going to choose you every single day of the week compared to someone else. And this goes the same, like if it's a virtual practice or in person, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing, right? There's simple things you can do. You can send your clients, your patients, patients text messages, little gifts for their birthday, um, whatever it is, like small little things make a huge difference. And I'll just give you one final example. Um, so I was flying back from Belgium last summer with my kids. We went to the F1 race in Belgium. And on the way back, we flew uh, Lufthansa. And we actually had a really good experience with Lufthansa the previous year flying to Morocco. That was, a, that was actually a lot of fun. Um, I'll save that straight for another day. Anyways, so we're flying back from Belgium. We go to the, so we're going from Brussels to Munich, Munich back to Toronto. And so we uh, check in at Brussels and they tell us that, you know, we have our boarding passes for this current flight, the, the one hour flight to Munich. 
but the next flight we didn't get our boarding passes for because they said they had overbooked it. And so we wouldn't know the situation until we got to Munich. The challenge was that we had a one hour layover in Munich. And if you've ever been to Germany or, or airports in Germany, it's not like you just whiz through them. Like they're massive and there's all sorts of security checkpoints. And it's really frustrating if you don't know that. Give yourself three hours minimum layover if you're flying in Germany or through Germany. So anyways, get to, um, everything is on time, thankfully. We get off the plane in Brussels, sorry, get off the plane in Munich. The plane lands and sets up in the gates on one end of the airport. Our plane back to Toronto was on the other side of the airport. So we're like booking it through the airport, sprinting, because we're like, oh my God, we're gonna number one, miss the flight. Number two, are we even on the flight? So we get to there and we had booked premium economy for the flight home. And so we didn't know where we were sitting. We get to the gate and like, I just literally weaseled my way through security. Like <laughs> there's a huge lineup. I'm like, this is gonna take four hours. There's no way. I just booked it to the front of the line. I said, guys, I gotta get to my plane. I'm gonna miss it. There was a bit of an upheaval there, but we made it through. Um, get to the gate and I asked the Lufthansa reps, I'm like, is there, are we on the plane? Like what's, what's the situation? Cause we don't have our boarding passes. They're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, just stand in line and as you come through, we're gonna we'll scan your boarding or scan your passport and issue you a boarding pass. So I don't know which line we're supposed to stand in because we had premium economy, but I don't even know where we're supposed to go. So we line up, come through the gate eventually, or come through to the checkpoint in the gates, and they uh, scan our passports and they issue us three business class tickets. I was like, this is amazing. So that was a nice surprise. So. The challenge, though, is that they were like spread out through business class. Like it was like two, seven, eleven. Like it was all over the place. And so here's a here's a great example of just doing something so simple to make a big difference. We get on the plane, and I'm with my two two of my boys, right? So it's just me and two of two of my boys. And we'd rather sit together as opposed to all over the place. And so the flight attendant's like, "Don't worry." I'll organize this for you. So we get on the plane, we sit in our random seats, and then the flight attendant goes like, literally speaks to everyone in business class. Like there must've been 30 people. And she's speaking to every single one of them. Hey, this, you know, father's with his two kids. Do you mind moving here and there? And so because of her ability to go a little bit above and beyond, just to make sure that we were together, we were able to do that. We had an amazing trip home. It was such a beautiful experience. And I would fly them any day of the week, right? Because of that. And so anyways, the, the moral of the story here is that the standard is set so, the bar is set so low for most businesses now that it's so easy to stand above. And you just do simple things, right? Little things make a big difference. And if you wanna be better than mediocre, you don't have to be unbelievable. You just have to be a little bit better because in today's day and age, the bar is set so low, the standards are so low in terms of what, like there's a sense of entitlement of like, oh my God, I gotta do something. Like, no, like don't complain about your job. No one put a gun to your head and said you have to work here. Don't do it if you don't wanna do it, right? But if you are gonna do it and you choose, choose and I'm talking about like whether you're a customer service person, a flight attendant, a barista making coffee, or you're running your own clinic, you chose what you do and make the most of it. Right, because people are coming to you and they're paying you money, and that's your responsibility to make them feel, you know, uh, special, right? And obviously help them achieve their the results. So that's that's the idea. Is that it's very easy to stand out, 
because everything is more or less pretty mediocre. And if you just think about how can I be 1% better, right? In every aspect of the business, delivery, sales, lead generation, your business is gonna explode, right? And simple little things, you don't have to be, you don't have to be reinventing the wheel. You don't have to invent the next light bulb. It's just simple little things, cool? So anyways, hopefully that makes sense. Um, hopefully you guys are great. I hope you have a great rest of your Friday. If you guys want help getting patients, filling your practice, whether that's in-person, brick and mortar, or virtual, then we're doing some really great stuff right now with our clients. Love to talk about how we might be able to help you. And um, if you're the practice owner, if you've been in business for a couple of years and you're very good at what you do, we can probably help you as well. And if you want to have a conversation, uh, jump on over to workwithyuri.com. So that's workwithyuri.com and book in a call to speak with us. And we can see if there's a good fit and how we might be able to help you. All right. Have an awesome one. Thanks for tuning in.